Welcome to the Nat and Sarah Show, where we aim to touch, move, and inspire you every single week. Really? We're really going to introduce our own show? Maybe we should leave it to the pro. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. One second, ladies. Here we go. Sarah Maxwell and Natalie Cook are experts in visualization and deliberate use of the law of attraction. As dynamic world athletes representing Canada and Australia in beach volleyball, they honed in on achievement at the highest level. Winning an Olympic gold medal on her home beach of Bondi is a pinnacle example. Their powerful techniques transmute the spiritual to the tangible, allowing thousands of their community members to bring their vision boards to life. Recently, they've taken their expertise on the road as the full-time family, where they inspire, coach, and lead people to create their unique, deliberate family life using a simplified three-step process. Welcome to the Nat and Sarah Show. Join us for twice-weekly episodes. Each week, Nat and Sarah will teach us how to deliberately create results in all areas of life using their unique three-step process. Not only that, they'll also sit down with some of their favorite high achievers who have manifested what most merely dream about. Are you a member of the community? Go to bit.ly slash the Nat and Sarah show to download your three-step journal to follow along with each workshop style teaching episode and get ready to take action on your inspirations. Here we stand at the precipice of 2020. Everyone loves it more because of the numbers 2020. Ooh, it's a new decade. It's a decade. We're on thing. the edge. Don't step back. I was like, are we going to sing? Are we going to sing? I'm on the edge with you. Okay. She always want to sing. I know. That's good. It's, it's a dream. And since this is all about manifesting your dreams, the question is, what's your vision going to be like for 2020? 2020 vision. It's like perfect. It's the perfect marketing is coming out. The 2020 vision, a new decade. It's time. I feel it in the planets. There is movement. Yeah, it's really interesting. So let's deconstruct for a sec. I, I didn't plan this, but let's just think about vision. And why do people actually get glasses to have 2020 vision? So people that don't have 2020 vision, why do they get glasses, Nat? To get 2020 vision. Yeah, but how does it work? What do the actual glasses do? They help you see clearly. They help you get clarity and help you get focus. Yeah, and we didn't plan that and you knew the answer. Do you know what, say that thing, I love, I love what you say actually about closing anything. your eyes. When you, well, my belief is that you actually have better vision, so we've just gone through getting glasses, but you have a clearer picture and better vision when you close your eyes. And the reason is, is because there's no obstacles, you can see, I can see clearly now, now the rain has gone. gone. Okay, this is we did that this, this is, this, we're on the preposition. Why do you have your own podcast? Yeah. You do whatever you we're want. We're on the edge of 2019. We're going in, singers. So when you close your eyes, so before you go to bed or at any time when you daydream and you dream as you go to sleep, close your eyes, you can see exactly what you want in your life. And there's nothing in the way. And there's almost a straight line to it. And I think potentially it's part of the problem because you wake up expecting it to be right there, mm. very clear, expectation, and nothing in your way. And you take a step and fall off the cliff. But you're right, because that's what the eyes 
have been trained to do for many of us is to expect something to look a certain way. I mean, this is something we're even dealing with with our daughter. This this idea of expectation, like sometimes we'll make a, a cake together and she's so excited. We go through the whole process and then it's cooking and then when it gets to her plate, she has been known to have a spack attack when that lands on her plate. And that Big is intense. Spack attack. Now, actually, Christmas Day it happened. We made pancakes. And pancakes are supposed to be round. She expects them to be round. And I happened to squash one of the edges against the side of the pan. That did not go well. Expectations. Yeah, and it took me a while to figure out what the spack was about. Because, you know, at first you're just sort of like in the... Maybe the reaction or it's like, what's going on? It's really loud. But then I saw that there was a pattern and it was because there was a sense of what she thought was going to land on the plate. Like not saying maybe circle or a round um, pancake versus something with a straight edge. But that expectation is what then had her reacting. So for me now as a mom, it's really about just being with her, calming things down and being able to have her see that like, in her own language at this stage. So I think, personally, if that's going on for her, it's because it's going on in the home. Sorry, not. But if she's into expectation already at four years old, it's because she's seeing that in other ways in her parents. So that's what I actually gave up for 2020, was expectation. So this should be having a good impact on Miss J. Ms. And Janet. I gave up perfection, so I oh. eat pancakes in every shape. Don't have to be around. Right. And it's it's a journey. It's about noticing it. I think what I've learned about parenting is your kids are a mirror. And there's the things that they mirror back that you knew was kind of your vice or your habit. And then there's the things you had no idea. Mm -hmm. And those can be quite confronting. So I think Nat and I both have our level where we have expectation or perfection. And then there's a level that we're not even aware of. So that's going to be um, really cool for 2020. Now, back to vision. Clarity. Clarity. Focus. Wait, I wanted to share something because that's really powerful what you say about close your eyes um, so that you can see. And in this manifesting of dreams, it's really, really important that you not let reality distract you from your dream. Mm-hmm. I'm working with this woman in our health business with her wellness, and I shared that with her now. And it was really, really profound. I said, I know this is going to sound strange because people talk a lot about loving yourself and looking in the mirror and doing all that kind of stuff. And I said to her, for now, for at least three months, I want you to work on what you're feeling from within not what you're seeing from without. Because I feel that it's the great distractor and it gets people off their commitments. The commitments are great and things are being established, but what gets us derailed is when we see something that we don't expect, meaning we're feeling pretty good, we look in the mirror and we think, who the heck is that? And by the way, many, many people have been proven have dysmorphia when it comes to what they're seeing anyway. They're not seeing what everybody else sees. And to be honest, I'm just going to go a bit deeper there, it kind of brings up the idea of, is there ever one static thing that is ever being seen? Meaning, Matt sees something, my mom sees something, basically reality is just a construct of what everybody thinks. What is the reality? That's right. Reality isn't this, like, thing. It's almost like we think there's a reality bank in the middle of Russia, and it's, like, down low and deep, and we can all just act. No, it's not. It's actually a collective consciousness of people that have thought one thing 
So when you close your eyes, you're just closing your eyes to the good opinion of others, to be honest. And you start to like run your own race. Wouldn't it be cool to create your own reality? That's what's possible. Guess what? We are. You got to get out of your own way. And sometimes you got to close your eyes and really go deep and present to what it is that you want. Yeah. For yourself and others. And you know, for 2020, there will be an impetus because there's a freshness to a new year, a new decade. We are really encouraging people to not try to rush 2019 and then jump into 2020 with this freshness. Like Nat and I work with a lot of teams of people in different areas. And what we've noticed is there's a lot higher participation on week one of a 90-day game plan than there is on, let's say, day 80. Like, yeah. Let's say, what's that word? The at- not atrition. Attrition. Attrition. A 90% attrition rate. Fascinating. And by the way, at the beginning, you kind of set that up because you know about attrition. So you kind of talk a little bit about it and you, you really discuss, you know, that that happens and everybody raises their hand and it's like, it's not going to be me. And then it's them. However, not every single person does succumb to the natural lag of life. Therefore, what that tells me is it is possible. It is possible. So that can be you. You could do it different this year. But I don't think you're going to do it this different this year on hope. Oh, this is a good one. This is funny. I One of the courses that I'm taking, he says, a lot of you are on hopeism. Or hopeism, maybe. Hopeism, and you're smoking it. And I was like, uh, yeah, that's pretty good. So, yeah, so we're not going to be smoking that this year. That's not our gig, Nat. Um, and so what are we going to be about in 2020? We are going to be about dreams to manifestation and the tasks that are needed to get to your dream. Mm. How do we map that out? Right? Mm. Part of it is a roadmap. You'd like to know if you were going somewhere. Like We just rely on our GPS right now. We don't even know what streets we're taking. We don't even know what they're called. I used to. But now it's you just listen to Siri or tell you where you're turning and where you're going, what lane to be in. That's even early. Get in the left lane. Get in the middle lane. So we just go on this autopilot. But ultimately that's because there's a series of maps with precise coordinates that are in our phone and our GPSs. So how do we build for 2020, not even 2020, beyond 2020? I work in four-year cycles as an Olympian, right? So I'm going for 2030, 2032. A little bit of a reason behind 2032, but we'll tell you that later. So how do you go beyond? How do you put in maps? How do you put in detail? And you can add detail, right? It might start very basic and we add detail. So that's what 2020 is going to look like. So mapping to manifestation. And you just made me think about something with the maps because sometimes Nat and I discuss that the map gives a couple different options. And Nat's like, I don't want to go that way because all the red signs are over there. Meaning there's like a slowdown, there's traffic, but the map is saying go that way. And it's kind of like everything in you is thinking, well, I don't want to go towards the red or where the construction is. And yet somehow, sometimes, the obstacle is actually the way. 
And I'm loving this um, social media course that we're doing where they talk about the obstacle being the way because I've read that book, but I'm actually noticing that the exact obstacle that I'm having is actually the way through. It's the way forward. And it's just become really relevant, I suppose, because a concept is very different than when it really lives in your life and you take action according to it. So obstacle being the way is one thing. But then we wanted to do an online survey. So here's the thing. We're going to ask you the question here, and you're going to show your technical prowess by typing in bit.ly slash The Nat and Sarah Show. And when you go to our community group, our Facebook group, you are going to answer the survey there too. Because what we want to know from all of you is, I'm going to be honest, I had an assumption. So Nat and I were creating a 12-week program about manifesting your dream, which was cool. However, we've come to realize that maybe not everybody is up for taking 12 weeks to manifest. So we thought about what if we did a dream class, like a master class, a dream class that was like packed full of flavor that when you ended it, you actually punched through and started the journey to your dream, meaning you knew that once you had put that foot forward, you'd lent in, you'd made the move, there was no going back. So my question, I guess that's a survey, would you be more up for a 60 or 90 minute dream class or a 12 week program? What is your preference in 2020? Well, that's a no-brainer. 60 to 90 minutes or 12 weeks. Like, anyway, we didn't pack that with a punch. Speaking of punches, if you're watching us on our YouTube, Sarah just packed a punch and we have my friend Jeff Horn's boxing glove up there. So that, I thought that was pretty cool. That is cool. He's, he, like, he's very cool. He is very cool. Very awesome. And he, like, sometimes our goals need to be very impactful, that we need to punch our way through. And other times, like the GPS example, we actually need to go around the construction. We actually need to find You can other, see what path she's trying to take on the GPS. We can find other ways. There are other ways. They may not be as fruitful, but they may be quicker. You never what the end of the day, what I learned through the GPS hmm. is that you can go many ways to get to your destination. We want to choose the way that is the most joyful and the most fruitful. And we can experience it to the fullest. Because sometimes I've had goals and dreams come true. And I'm like, really? Well, it wasn't really cool getting here. Mm. And so enjoying the journey along the way, I think, is something for 2020 mm. we want to do as well. It's not about waiting till you get to the end yeah. and having a joyful moment. Yeah, like they, what's that expression? There's no happy ending to an unhappy journey. So, yeah, hold on, I want to say something about the obstacles the way. I want to use an example because, yeah, there, there's many options here. But the one, if I think about volleyball, Matt, if both of us would be considered not the tallest, you were not always the tallest player on your team. Is that right? Almost right. every time. You're uh, the yeah. smaller one, right? I was the smaller one. So sometimes a little bit smaller, sometimes a lot. Yeah, so if you even think about you and Tamsin, so major size difference. And so some people would say that in our sport, that's an obstacle about your height, and, you know, they're looking for the taller ones and everything, where I think that was actually your asset, was your height, and the fact that you're, you're all you're kind of an all-rounder in what you made possible. And that's what I'm talking about, is these things that we often 
sort of like grant ourselves that hold us back when really that thing is your thing. And your thing is what's going to make it great because your dream, see, I've been guilty of this. Whereas in the past, I would never say I was an entrepreneurial person. I would not even say I was an ideas person. I have other skills, but those weren't them. And then I live with Nat and she's an ideas person. So I really thought I wasn't an ideas person. And one of the reasons why, and by the way, I since believe that everyone has ideas and that's because I spent some time with kids. And kids always have freaking ideas. And we all started that way. But what happens with someone like me is I used to have ideas. And then the idea would get shot down. Meaning not necessarily by one certain person, but I just always hold this doubt like, why would that idea be original? As if someone else isn't doing it. Remember my salad idea when I came back from New York City? And I was all excited about starting those salad bars. But it was like the excitement of the idea soon died because what came in, the self-doubt, was all around, well, surely someone else is doing that. They're like, it's so simple. It's not rocket science, right? And remember when this is a, I think it's a Queensland brand or Brisbane, but it's called Green Bean. And like we, we came out with a name for it. And was it Tossa? going to be really funny. Tossa! That's an Aussie thing. Salad Tossa. That's yes. pretty funny. So I think we thought, you know, the clever name. I'm really good at titling, by the way. She's a titleist. I'm a titleist, not a golf. Um, and so, yeah, I was titling and everything. Anyways, out comes this company, Green Bean, and I remember feeling, like, like upset, like, disappointed, irritated. Isn't that ironic? I didn't take one step besides titling it to further that dream. And yet I was mad. Who was I mad at? The green bean people? Because what I've really gotten about entrepreneurship is it's just the people who execute, who take a step. It, it's not like the ones that necessarily... You don't even have to have the best idea. idea. You just have to take a step. And you weren't really <sighs> mad at green bean. You were mad at yourself Yes, you're for right. not taking the step. That's true. And ultimately, I feel that too. I get mad at myself when I look at something that I should have done. Yeah, regret. And there's regret. And it's a bit of grief. And mm. what if I, and a what if. That's really what it's about. Yeah, so 2020 is about moving your ideas forward. Yes. I, I just did... Um, Progress towards something. Oh, yeah. That's that. my favorite. Progress towards. So we make some progress towards every day. Right? Every single day make some progress towards your dream. So no matter what's happened to you in your life... That is progress toward because that becomes almost like the foundation upon which you grow from. That, that, that's like the story behind the dream that you're coming forward with. That's what's so great is that all those things that we perceived as failures are actually like the thing that we launch off of. So 2020, yes, is about forward moving. And a business course that I just took said this and it said, your first idea will, will never be your final idea. And that's cool too. So one of the things I've shifted is instead of going into perfecting something or what's that thing called about the prototype? How you make the different iterations? Oh, what's the name? There's a name. If you oh, know that too, put my that friend John will be very disappointed <laughs> for me for not remembering this. But there's like a thing in the tech world about different prototypes. And one of the things that I've taken on with an idea that I've had is to survey 100 people. And when you survey them to actually listen to have that kind of listening and watching. Like, I'm not just listening with my ears. I'm watching the eyes. Are they glazing over? Is Do they not understand? Is the idea 
boring to them. Guess what? It doesn't mean the idea is boring. It just means the idea is boring to them. And there could be some fine tuning. There might be a new idea from what they say. So my idea is already morphed like six times and it's forward moving. And it's so cool because it's such a great idea that in the past, I would have just waited for somebody else to do it and then got disappointed in myself. So what if this year could really be about the year that you executed, that you just went for it? Boom. Hashtag execution 2020. So in light of that, tonight, New Year's Eve, we have a very special, I don't know what you're doing. I'm sure that we used to go to bed before 12, right? We actually have still, but. Well, we have a plan. I know. We didn't have plans before. We are going to spend the night with one of my oldest and dearest friends. And her husband. And we're going to their house and we are sitting there waiting for their daughter and son to call them to come pick them up. From their parties. From their parties. So, cool. We wanted to go to dinner, by the way, with them. But we've realized that the phase that they're in. But guess what? The most fun thing is going to be to be right there with them. Yeah. In their phase. Yeah, and our little one, Jordan, is going to go to grandma's. So grandma and granddad don't really have plans. So if they do, they'll take Jordan with them to the first part and then they'll go home and go to bed and we have no idea what's gonna happen but we're gonna hang out with our friends we might have a gin and tonic this is an admission nat and i the non-drinkers have become the one-time g&t girls thanks to our friends richard and Suze in switzerland who are aussie they got us onto g&t so on that note yeah we're gonna cheers to you okay. for the end yeah. of 2019. Nat with her health cup and me with my Superman cup. Which is actually mine too. Oh, it's my Superman, but It's okay. 20 I'll years share. together and she's still saying mine. Uh, she, the Superman is, please. Okay, it's true. Please. And I've got Yoda on today if you're watching the show. Are we going to kiss each other at midnight? At midnight, yes. We can do that. We did it under a holly for Christmas, so we can do that at midnight. Oh. We won't do it now. Should we kiss for them? Ready? Mwah! Okay. Here's to twenty end of 2019 for everyone, and hello 2020. Enjoy your evening. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Don't forget to join the community at bit.ly slash the Nat and Sarah show to download your three-step journal and participate in weekly lives found only in our private group. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You've got to rate and review the show. And I know all the podcasts are always asking this. And in the past, I wasn't doing it. And the reason I wasn't doing it is because I actually didn't know how to do it. So open your podcast player and click on our show from your library, not the listen now. That's where I was going wrong in the past. So now that you know how to do it, when you go there, make sure you give us a five-star review. Five stars, five stars, five stars. And then click on write a review link to actually write a review so that you can tell other people that we're legit and even funny, maybe a bit serious. So if you want to recommend this to someone, you have to put your fingers on the keys and send us a review. Thanks.